0: backbeat the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out i'm sure you've heard it all before but you never really had it out. i don't believe that anybody feels the way i do about you now well another day and the timeliness continues we'll lead we'll lead we'll lead oh, what time were we supposed to record yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, 12, right? No, 12 11 a.m. It's 12.06 right now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I was 30 minutes late. Then we had a little pre-production no, lie. meeting. No, don't lie. You didn't get on until right, 11.50. 46, 46 minutes. No, so It was 40 late. minutes. No, 40 minutes. 50 minutes. Don't lie to the minutes. listeners. That's See, the l- you, why are you embellishing things? Why are I'm you not embellishing. I'm, you just are, spinning, I'm, just spinning, I'm just
0: spinning fact. facts and real okay, news bet. and not really? lies like... our. President, but anyway, really? no, um, no, no,
1: Let me go to uh, let me go to the chat right here. What does it say? It says
0: we are live, and uh, I posted that message at what time? Come on, Waleed, why don't you tell them eleven forty nine. Eleven forty nine.
1: All right. How see? are you doing, Mister Waleed? Emma. I'm good. I'm a little triggered by these debates we're about to have. But other oh than my that, God. I'm good. I'm good. Look,
0: there's nothing more fun than having to come up with a list of the five greatest athletes of the last 20 years. When I don't think in our sane minds we can honestly say definitively that these five individuals are the greatest athletes. Because there's a list of about 10 to 15 people that you could legitimately make an argument that they are in the top five
1: right right exactly like but, that's why i think our notable mentions list is about to be long as mess
0: but i don't want i don't want to go i don't want to go there first all right i want to start with something that okay. really got my head just this morning really really You know, my dream is to work for Bleacher Report. I've put this out there. I've said this on podcasts. I want to cover soccer and basketball for Bleacher Report. Hopefully you and I can get to a point one day where, you know, we have enough clout that Bleacher Report's like, hey, we want to take on your podcast. But Bleacher Report tweeted something today and it really, really, really got me mad. Bleacher Report NBA ranked the best starting lineups, the best NBA starting lineups of the last 20 years. I think it's funny that they decided oh, to tweet this on the same day that we're doing kind of a similar debate. And oh, they did not include okay. the Miami Heat in the top 10. What they, do you did mean? Not, they did not include any of the LeBron Miami Heat teams in their best starting lineups of the last 20 years. Really, I mean, me they, think said, about. They, said, uh, they said they tw- said they said they said I'm gonna five run it
1: of them in the last 20 years.
0: No, the, 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 there's ten of them. There's ten of them. No, and I'm gonna a, give,
1: no. There's no way that
0: that's that's so foul. I'm gonna give you the list right now. At number 10, they said the 2009 to 2012 Los Angeles Lakers, which okay, yes, they won two NBA titles. I understand that they won in 2009 and they won in 2010. Number nine, they said the bad boy Pistons of, from 2003 to 2006 with Ben Wallace, Richard Hamilton, Chauncey okay. Billups, Tayshaun fair. Prince. That's fair. The Spurs, the 2012 to 2015 Spurs who won one NBA title. Okay. Okay. The, se- the number seven, the Lakers, the 2001, 2002 Lakers. Obviously, Kobe and Shaq, they okay. won the NBA title. To number Surprise six, it's two- not Hyder. Yeah, to be honest, I think it should be higher Number 6 was the 2000-2001 Lakers, makes sense. Oh. Number, okay, okay. F- number 5 was the was it Cleveland Cavaliers from 2015 to 2017.
1: The best team? I don't know about that. I don't know if they're the best team. I think the best reason starting why starting lineup. The reason starting why lineup. What? The reason that's why the championship was so good it was because their starting lineup wasn't like amazing to Their starting say.
0: lineup sucks. Well, it is, I wouldn't say it
1: sucked, but it was okay,
0: just. Okay, but, but I comparatively. Say it's the fourth best. Com, com, the fifth best. Comparatively to the Miami fifth Heat best, from sorry. 2010 to 2014. I'm sorry, but yeah. whoever tweeted that, they need to get fired ASAP. His name is Andrew Bailey. You need to be fired. No, um, no, 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 no! Don't come for four. people's
1: jobs. Sorry, Don't I'm not from people's jobs. All respect,
0: man, but I just think you're wrong. Number four, the Warriors, 2014 to 2016. So that's without KD. Number three, the Celtics from 2007 to 2010.
1: Ray Allen, Paul well, Pierce, I. Kevin this Garnett, is the most overrated big three one, I've ever heard NBA in my life. Come title. on, man. Come on, bro. See this. See this podcast is gonna seem like we legit go out and hate the Celtics. This I is, don't understand is, why they get this kind of cloud. I don't there get is it. I no think, hatred. Are you kidding me? The second best team, third, third best I'm, team. I'm I absolutely okay, despise the Boston
0: Celtics. But any Boston Celtics fan. Any NBA fan that wants to sit down and come on this podcast and argue with me, I will bring you on the podcast. Even if I don't know you, let's have an episode because there is no way in... There's just absolutely no way that the 2007 to 2010 Boston Celtics have a better starting five than the the 2010 to 2014 Miami Heat. Like... I'm really
1: trying to wonder, that team, like, that team. That's that, that's blasphemy, bro. That's that team, blasphemy. That 2007 to
0: 2010 Celtics team is not even better than the 2001 2002 Lakers. If anything, to me, the greatest starting five is not the Miami Heat. The greatest starting five is the 2001 to 2000, 2000 to 2002 Lakers squad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. But I would that. put the
0: bad boy Pistons. I would put the San Antonio Spurs. I'd put the 2000 and 2002 Dude, Lakers. There's
1: so many teams better than that big three was. I don't get it. Because like, the thing is, like, you have to look at like what they won. I want to say maybe the Detroit Pistons were better, to be honest. They were good, but I don't think they were better than the Boston Celtics <laughs> team. But like, They bro, were. They won two NBA third? titles. Third, though? That's insane, bro. Okay,
0: That's number insane. two. Number two. The 2016 to 2018 Warriors. Detroit
1: only won one year, I think.
0: One second. Number two, the 2016 to the 2018 Warriors. Okay? Okay. And number one, the 2017 to 2019 Warriors.
1: Okay. Do you agree with that? I think uh, Miami needs to be on this list somewhere.
0: Miami needs to be Uh, top five. And I think the Lakers, if I were to rank this 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 list right now, to me, the greatest team of the last 20 years was the 2000 to 2002 Lakers with Shaq, Kobe, Robert Ori, Derek Fisher, and those boys. To me, that's the great, like, I, I, I've said this many times on this podcast, I'm a Miami Heat fan, but... I was introduced to basketball because my dad was a huge Lakers fan. And the team that I was first introduced to was the 2000, 2001, 2001, 2002 Lakers team, Shaq and Kobe and their dominance. To me, that's the greatest team of the last decade. And at number three, at number two, I would have the 2012, excuse me, the 2011 to 2013 Miami heat, because I think that 2011, 2012 season and that 2012, 2013 season, I don't think the Warriors would have beaten them, as as great as the Warriors have are shooting wise and were shooting wise. I don't think the Warriors should be ranked higher. I certainly don't believe the 2007 to 2010 Celtics should be in the top five, let alone top three.
1: If the Celtics team might hit top five, if they were five, then they they would be fifth if they were top five, like. I, I I'm pretty surprised at how high they gave that. Like I, I get I, that they were they were the big they were the starting they were the first big three right and like but I don't think you and can I put got them, like I don't think but they just, won one challenge. like people people really act like they had won like. Three in a row, like they act. I don't. it's the same reason. Think, it's the same reason why I wouldn't give uh, Miami Heat to, like no, the Miami Heat team like second for example. It's because like they during their dominance they won, they won two, two, out two of NBA four.
0: titles though. But they won two NBA yeah titles. two out of four. So this what in I'm the saying, last, though. Like who in the, the last it? 20 years. has won back back to back titles the only teams that have done that are the miami heat the warriors the 2001 2002 lakers the 2000 to 2002 lakers and the 2009 and 2010 and 2009 to 2011 lakers i would put
1: i would put i would have put the heat um i would put the heat stretch as number three
0: okay but i don't think the celtics make the top five to me the 2001, maybe 2000, not. Honestly,
1: maybe not. I, I don't. I'm not disagreeing me, with that. Let me lay my let me lay my
0: let me lay my top five. The 2000, 2001, 2001, 2002 Lakers. So that's it's one team over a span of two years and won back to back titles. My number You're two is my, or, okay. Yeah. T- it's t- they won back two years back to back. My yeah. number two is the Miami Heat of 2011 to 2013 when they won back to back. My number three uh, would be the uh, the Golden State Warriors of 2016 to 2018 when they won back to back. Or no, they didn't win back to back. 2016, 2018.
1: Wait, me, so you, you no, no no they 2014, they won, um, 2016.
0: Sorry. Isn't that when they won back-to-back? No, not 2014, 2016. When did they win back-to-back? They, to back? didn't, the they Warriors? didn't
1: win back. They won back-to-back Uh, uh, twenty, uh, seventeen and 2018. They won back-to-back.
0: Okay, so 2017, 2018.
1: You put them... So wait, time out. You're talking about Steph Curry, KD, Draymond Green. That team would lose to the Miami Heat team. Yes. You might be out your mind. Uh, like, I'm definitely no not out of my mind. No, I 100 think your they mind. would. My I think that we'll, Miami Heat team was nowhere near good as that team.
0: Okay, fair enough. Whatever. But I'm the point here is I'm saying I'm making my argument. The Celtics aren't even top five. Okay, my number four team. Okay. is <laughs> is a 2009 to 2011 Lakers. That's number four, and my number five. I think the Spurs. I think the Spurs in 2014 with Kawhi Leonard, oh, yeah. Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, uh, and those boys. Beat the Celtics. You cannot tell me that 2007 that Celtics big three is better than a lake is better than the second Lakers group because that second maybe, Lakers maybe group, we're
1: we're also we might also be coming out the, off this round, right because like wasn't the whole title to go, like the whole uh, like title it's the best of starting the lineups article, I said the best starting lineup starting lineup so maybe like even then even that's then. what's changing the argument no, because if you think no. about it the Celtics have a pretty good starting lineup compared to like say for not. example absolutely the not i don't pistons. think
0: absolutely not i don't think you can even make that argument why that starting lineup of those okay i'm going to take a lower end argument here that pistons teams was pistons starting five was more loaded than the boston celtics i but it's not about being loaded it's about your top 5 that's what i'm saying starting lineup listen to what i'm saying starting lineup The starting lineup is more loaded than the starting lineup of the Boston Celtics. I don't think that's true. I 100% think that's true. You're telling me that you would not take Chauncey Billups, Richard Hamilton, Ben Wallace, Tayshaun Prince against Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Rajon Rondo, and Big Baby Davis or Kendrick Perkins, whoever it was. I, I all I'm saying no, is this I would take the
1: Celtics ahead. Okay. But all I'm saying is this, they're not top 5. Uh they might be. Okay, you know, so now so now that I'm thinking about it and looking back. You're not but I'll you're not listening to what I Go ahead. I'd have number 1 the Warriors 2017 to 2019. Then I'd have uh two the But why would you say 2017 Lakers to 2019?
0: 2019 when they lost the nba title in 2019
1: well i mean that's like that's that's kind of like the starting lineup their starting lineup didn't change i'm just going by starting lineups okay um number two i would put uh the the 2000s lakers the early 2000s lakers um the 2000 to 2002 yeah three i would put the miami heat the 2011 2014 miami heat okay um four you know, honestly four i would go back then to the old warriors team the 2016 to 2018 warriors team okay as a starting lineup yeah okay and then
0: And number five would be either the San Antonio Spurs from 2012 to 2015 or the Lakers from 2009 to 2012. You got to remember, that Lakers team beat the Celtics in the NBA Finals. The Celtics,
1: the only... Yeah, yeah, actually, this doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't the Lakers 2009 to 2012 team be ahead of the Celtics when technically the Lakers... Beat this! I don't know. I think there. This is a, such a weird question. Saying the best starting lineups because no, in but, the end, like basketball no, is more here's, than your starting lineup.
0: No, but here's why that argument doesn't make sense. That Celtics starting five beat the Lakers for their first title. Right for their NBA title. In game seven. The year after, right. the Lakers beat them. But that was in game, also. One second. One, second the, one the, second. the Lakers beat them in game seven. And then the Lakers went back to another title. That Lakers team went to three straight NBA finals and won two out of three.
1: I'm not. Okay, so I'm not disagreeing with you about like the team for example but like also i can make an argument for the celtics that kendrick perkins was injured in that series right and like in game seven i think or whatever and so but my point is like i don't i think we're i think you're just looking at it from what they're not looking at they're looking at it as just starting lineups primarily I'm not looking about at, the I, winning.
0: i'm looking at starting lineup too I just don't. If they see are, it.
1: then they have. Then it's it's the reason why the Cavs are five, though, because they think about LeBron, Kevin. Um, sorry, not Kevin, Kyrie and uh, Kevin Love. Yeah, right. So but but you can't they, tell me that that three you, and the that three out of five players make okay. really good. Make that okay. team sound really okay. good.
0: But does that make? I'm sorry if I'm like heated right now. But does that team? Mm-hmm. Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James rank higher than LeBron James? Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, and... No, you know, they don't.
1: No, I don't disagree. I'm not disagreeing at all with your Miami take. Miami okay. is fine. I'm talking now, about the, the Celtics. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let me let me make my, 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 my Lakers argument, okay? You're telling me the team of Lamar Odom, Pau Gasol, uh, Kobe Bryant right? Um, And and at point guard, I believe they had Derek Fisher in 2009. Derek Fisher, Andrew Bynum. Yeah. You're telling me that that team who won two straight NBA titles and went to three straight NBA finals has a worse starting five than Rajon Rondo. Again, as much as I hate the Celtics, that team was good. That team was very good. But I just don't see how you but can it's make the argument. not
1: about the, the team, it's about the starting five. <laughs> I know. I don't see now how you I can make the argument that, that that's starting I five. I the starting five. Why? Because you have, think about it, you have Rayon, Rajan Rondo, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Perkins. Okay, like, fine. I think that's good. That's like okay. quite close. So so, I think it's quite close starting five-wise. Well, okay,
0: so let me ask you this. Then would you take that Celtics team I, over Kawhi no, Leonard to Duncan, with Tony the, Parker? No, I would
1: agree with the Lakers. Oh, uh... Yeah, because the Spurs no were way. a bit older. No way. Uh, the Spurs were a bit older.
0: So were the Celtics. Kevin Garnett and and and, and Paul Pierce were on their Not for decline. the years that we're
1: talking about. 2007 to oh, 2010, my. they were in on a decline, bro. I think it's they blasphemy. were on the decline, dude. It's how blasphemy? How could how could the Celtics be old at 2007? <laughs> Dog,
0: dog, that starting lineup would have gotten smoked by the starting the, the Spurs starting five in 2014.
1: Absolutely burnt. But it's not only 2014. That's what I'm telling you. If with the Spurs, you take in consideration from all the way back to 2012 because their starting lineup didn't change that much. I, I, still, I still would take Tim
0: Duncan over Kevin Garnett. I would take Tony Parker over Rajon Rondo.
1: I no, would take I, Tony Parker to over Rajon Rondo. Wise, you're out <laughs> of okay. Look,
0: I'm looking at it time-wise.
1: I don't think you are, though. I think you're not looking at it by the starting five. You're looking at it as a team versus another team instead of a starting five. I
0: haven't. No, you're missing the point. I haven't once brought up rotational players. I have simply argued starting five. My argument is I think a team with Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Kawhi Leonard, and Tiago Splitter— or at the time, it could have been someone else, Boris Diaw, would beat Rajon Rondo, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kendrick Perkins.
1: I don't, I just don't agree with that. I don't so, agree with that. I so like, for you, you'd would put the Celtics at number fantastic, five? But, no, number six. Because I would have the Lakers 2009 to 2012 team before them.
0: But I just tried to argue that with you, and you said I was wrong.
1: No, I'm saying that I could make the argument. I told okay. you that it was close between close. those okay. two. I would give the Lakers the edge, but no, the Spurs. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put the Spurs above that team.
0: I just went off on what I hope is my future employer. Wow, bleacher report.
1: <laughs> I love you. You're the. I wonder future. what the comments are. There's no oh, way the, the comments aren't like. Oh, don't worry. The comments no are Miami comments big are three, flaming yeah, yeah. them.
0: Somebody posted a gif of uh of an NBA player saying, like, get out of here. And they said Miami's big three way better than the Celtics big three. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's no Oh my god. Oh, they somebody tweeted a, a gif of Connor McGregor. Like this dude
1: forgot. There's no way this dude like actually thinks no, the you know starting put lineups are better. He put where? them at number eleven. No, that's so dumb, though. That doesn't make sense. Like, It
0: genuinely doesn't make sense. Somebody put a a GIF of Conor McGregor saying, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And said, what a hater. No no Miami Heat. He said, what a hater. No Miami Heat. That team went to four straight finals and has the second best winning streak in NBA history. 27 games.
1: Well, my guy my guy got a podcast. Oh, he's an attorney. Dude, this way, this dude's criticizing no, 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 wild not a, the, actually. The, the guy the guy is a co-host of uh
0: of um of the Hardwood yes, Knox you, podcast on Bleach uh, Report.
1: Yes. And if you keep reading his bio, he's, uh, he's works for the NBA for Bleach Report. Oh, he Report, is an attorney. NBA in Utah Jazz for Forbes Sports, and he's an attorney. <laughs> How
0: the heck did I, how the heck am I not hired by Bleacher Report? And this guy who's an attorney is running basketball podcasts for Bleacher Report. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Oh my God. All right. Thank you, Andy Bailey on Twitter at Andrew D. Bailey for getting me very heated this morning on the podcast episode. I am going to tag you on Instagram because I think this is absolute blasphemy. There is no way that the 2010 to 2014 Miami Heat are not above the 2007 to 2010 Boston Celtics, and let alone in the top five. The Celtics shouldn't even be in the top five. Anyways, let's move on. Let's talk about better things. <laughs> um, let's talk about better things. So I wrote an article recently that I, I'm i currently editing, and I'm hoping to post it somewhere. And I've got our great friend, wow. Taylor Bates, uh, editing it. But... I have recently heard this argument, and and to me, it's not an argument about who's the greatest tennis player of all time. And and I am hearing people start mentioning that Roger Federer is no longer the greatest ever. And I think it's a it's a it's a a, in general. Yes, I think. Or like this year? No, in general. Like like I'm hearing y'all want me to get him. Y'all just make me mad this morning, man. This is insane. I am hearing people say that Novak Djokovic has surpassed Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer. And oh, I'm sorry, the premise of my article that I'm writing as the biggest Rafael Nadal fan, if you know me and, and will lead kind of knew yeah. me in high school, I Rafael Nadal is my favorite tennis player of all time. But my premise of the article that I'm writing is how there is no argument that Roger Federer is the greatest tennis player to ever play the game of tennis. And I'm sick and tired of hearing this debate.
1: Like, okay, how about let's do this? I'm going to just break it down kind of by years of what like, I'm thinking, right? About like who dominated when, right? So when Roger Federer came on the scene around like 2003, 2004, all Federer... Right? all fed all fed and then from 2005 to 2007 it got interesting cuz Federer Between was still and, dominating and Rafa. but Rafael was dominating clay yeah and so that's what i and feel then, like when i kind of like think then Djokovic and Andy Murray then started coming up they started challenging them a bit so but they're still dominant they're still yeah. dominating
0: here here's the thing the greatest single individual grand slam final of all time is, is and you can google this anybody will tell you this the 2008 Wimbledon final between Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal 2006 right. Wimbledon final Roger Federer beats Rafael Nadal in the final 2007 Roger Federer beats Rafael Nadal in the final 2008 Rafael Nadal finally defeats the king of, of Wimbledon the eight time Wimbledon champion Roger Federer for the first time ever Right. And in a in a in a grand slam that went on forever into the dark of the night, and it was an incredible. I remember watching it as a twelve yeah. year old and being inspired because Rafael Nadal was my favorite tennis player. The way I view this argument is the greatest duo to play each other in tennis history, in my opinion, was the matchups that we used to watch between Roger Federer and Rafael 100%. 100%. Nadal. It was incredible. I personally am not a fan of Novak Djokovic, but I'm not going to be biased. I think Novak Djokovic, now everybody's talking about, oh, he's got 17 grand slams. Rafael Nadal's got 19. Roger Federer has 20 grand slams. Novak Djokovic only started being good when Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal declined in health.
1: And that's what I was going to talk about. So when we talk about, like, from the 2011 period on, that's when Novak started coming into his own. And then from 2014, the dominance stopped almost, like, completely. Like, Federer started falling in his ranks. Uh, Rafael Nadal, yeah. Yeah, Nadal was going, um, had lingering injuries. I think a lot of Nadal's end career has been about, like, his injuries. Yeah. And then... Then we saw Djokovic just dominate like 2015, 2016, maybe 2017. I don't remember unless that's when um, Nadal and Federer. Then that's the thing. Then Nadal and Frederick, they made a resurgence these past two years, basically, I would say. And it's been kind of them two. And then uh, I think in the mix of that, also Djokovic has won. Um, I believe that I think Nadal and Djokovic had a pretty good rivalry for a couple of the grand slams too yeah i want to say they, they, they won against several several yeah. grand slam finals and um and i don't know man i think that i i get i get what everyone's saying about like novak drokovich i know um one of my good friends she's also a big novak fan and i think he's really good i think also like his attitude a lot of people don't like his attitude i personally like i think his attitude's good i think I've no, seen i have i think his I've attitude is in horrible you think you, you said incredible or terrible? Horrible, horrible. Okay, well, okay, so we disagree on this. I see him in interviews. He seems like he seems chill, man. I don't think like he's like he's just a competitor at the end of the day. So I think like uh, maybe sometimes like what you do on the court and the faces you make like they but- get. Per, they're perceived in a weird way. I don't know. I, but. I
0: I I just think this argument goes back to what we argued on the last last podcast episode, which was can you measure greatness by titles? And I think people are only right. putting him in, in the conversation now because he's younger, he's healthier, he's going to pass. Like, okay. unfortunately, I hate I hate to say it, I would never wish this. He's going to pass Roger Federer's Grand Slam uh, record. Maybe, but. Yeah. That doesn't make him the greatest player, because if you really think about it, if you, you know, I, the, the the thing I mentioned in my article is competition you, matters. Yeah, competition matters. But I think more importantly, just look at what Roger Federer did. Roger Federer from 2000 to 2015 is the reason that every kid out there emulates him. If you right. remember back when we were playing tennis in high school here in North Carolina, all the top players were wearing Roger Federer shoes. They had Roger Federer hats. Shirts. The hat Fed, and shirt. Yeah. Fed is like, he 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 changed the game of tennis. He made he the game of Nike, tennis. And he yeah. wore Nike. Yeah, he
1: made like, it's just like those are big things. And like I know for me, like the reason like I like um I switch between like a two-handed to a one-handed backhand is because I saw how cool it had, is when Roger Federer does exactly. his one-handed backhand. Exactly. And not to say that like also what I also when I do my two-hand backhand, I think about uh, Nadal because I also like how he does his. Yeah. Backhand, but yeah. regardless, yeah.
0: And and, and, I, and I think everybody's got to realize this is not biased because I am saying this as a Rafael Nadal fan. I Whenever Rafael Nadal and Roger Federer play in the final, I, I'm absolutely cheering for Rafael Nadal. But even I know that Rafael Nadal is not greater than Roger Federer. And for this reason, Roger Federer has eight Wimbledon titles. Roger Federer um, has uh, six Australian titles, five U.S. Opens, one French Open. Nadal has, he's won every single tournament, but he's won almost like. 13 French Opens. So, yeah. his,
1: so yeah, his, he dominates. Guy. He is the king of clay. No one will ever debate that. Yeah.
0: No one can beat him on that, but he is the second greatest in my opinion. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just don't think Novak has reached that level. I don't think he ever will um, because uh, just the impact that Roger Federer has had on the game has been tremendous. I think a lot of kids today, I think before tennis was a, a rich person sport, right? Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I think,
1: to be honest, I still think it is. It a, to, is. It 100% a is. Point.
0: But I think that more middle class people are playing tennis now because of Roger Federer and because of someone else, Serena Williams. Um, mm-hmm. And I think those two respectively are the greatest in their and respective th- divisions. Th-
1: and that's the thing that I think it's one thing that I want to go back on Novak for a second that I think that. Uh, is important to discuss is that it's hard to it's hard to measure his greatness too right because the fact is that like we had Federer we had Nadal and they were so good and when they went against each other in the end we were able to make like a presumptive pick of which one's better because they went against each other so much right the problem with Novak is that it's, it honestly sucks because I don't think he had the comp- the level of competition. In the end, his competition is a way older Federer, a way older and injured Nadal, and then Andy Murray. That was yeah. his competition. And, and so Andy for him Murray to, had
0: injury issues too.
1: Exactly, yeah. And so I think that the problem with trying to judge uh, Jokic in – like the whole scheme of things is that like we don't have much to like go off of in terms of other than him dominating everyone right it's the reason why people argue which one's the better player in all of tennis roger federer or serena williams because everyone goes at one hand and look at serena williams dominance playing literally pregnant and and winning winning grand slams and then just dominating the women's field. But then we look at, I guess, the competition. We're like, is it really, is it competition or is it they right. are just fully dominating? Right. No, I, I agree 100 It's the 100%. same thing as Jokic, yeah. I think, I think in some ways is- it's the same as Novak.
0: And I think the other thing that works against him is this, and I always tell people this. Yes, he now has more wins on Rafa and Roger, but he got those wins at the latter half of his career. When he was playing Roger and Rafa in their primes, he was losing to them in finals. He was losing to them in matches. They absolutely dominated him. So the only thing for me is he had his prime later. And, and, and I don't even think it's his prime. I think he was in his prime against Roger and Rafa, but they just weren't. They just were better than him, um, right. so we're just gonna have to let that be. Because I know friends that will disagree with us. I think the focus yeah. of this this podcast episode we wanted to be on two debates, um, and so I, I think it's a perfect time for us to jump in. Which one do you want to start with?
1: Ooh, um,
0: let's start with let's start with the NBA players because I think I think the, okay. the the athletes one was tougher. Yeah. Yeah, I think sure. the athletes one is huge, it's hard. So what we're going to do right now is list our five greatest NBA players of the 21st century. So from 2000 to 2020, do understand that if someone's out of the top five, that isn't that doesn't diminish their success. They were still one of the greatest players. We just had to create a list of a top five.
1: I already um, feel like we're going to disagree on this list, though, because I know there's one player that's not in my top five. That's probably on yours.
0: Yeah, I know. I know you're going to disagree on this one. I know which
1: one, which player you left off your top five. But anyways, I'll let you go first. Okay. So I have LeBron James at number one, number two, Kobe Bryant, number three, Shaquille O'Neal, yep. number four, Tim Duncan, and yep. number five, Steph Curry. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. And that was tough because it was between him and two other players.
0: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I would say my so, notable
1: mentions are obviously... It was hard, but I I, I wanted to put D-Wade up there. Um, but I just couldn't get... I just couldn't give him the pass because his end years weren't as great. And I think that Curry's dominance um, in the 21st century just kind of propelled him to the number fifth spot and also what he does for the culture outside of just... I mean no for basketball what he's done for basketball and making other kids be like oh I can be like him. Uh, yeah. I think that's what propels to me to put him in this fifth. Kevin Durant was real tough not to put in the top 5 because that man is a a killer honestly. But Yeah, but you can't um, put Kevin Durant
0: over Dwayne Wade.
1: I can't put Kevin Durant over Dwayne Wade because we're talking about all of the we're talking about two decades of time. And and so I would put Kevin Durant actually under D Wade and then I put Dirk. Yeah. And
0: so, yeah. yeah great so I have I have a a huge list of honorable mentions (laughs) um I have uh Allen Iverson yeah Steve Nash Dirk Nowitzki Tony Parker Vince yeah. Carter, Tracy McGrady, yeah. uh, Paul Pierce, oh, Ray Allen, Ben Wallace, Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. Now that you mentioned those, I forgot Ooh, about them. Steph him. Curry. Yeah, you I wouldn't put. I wouldn't. It. So, so it's interesting. My original list. Uh, I changed it earlier. My original list was actually number one, Kobe, and number mm-hmm. two, Shaq, and LeBron. Three. Um, I have actually changed that now. So my number one is LeBron, and I changed it on the basis that. LeBron may not have as many titles as Kobe or Shaq, but LeBron's been went to nine straight finals uh, from 2011 to 2000 or 2000. What was it? 2011 uh, to 2020, I think, or I forgot what it was. Or he went to yeah. nine NBA finals um, or eight straight NBA finals. Excuse eight me, 2000, NBA finals, yeah, 2011 yeah. to 2019. My number two is Kobe Bryant. Number number three is Shaquille O'Neal, and my number. Th- Four and five was a tough debate for me. Oh, boy. Um, and number four, I put... I'm, I'm, I kind of want to switch it right now, but... Um,
1: Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do what I'm thinking you're doing.
0: I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna switch it. I think number four was Dwayne Wade. No, it, um, he wasn't. He wasn't, yeah. he
1: wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't, Yes, he was. He Easily. was not better than Easily. Tim Duncan. And he, number he wasn't f- better yes, than he Tim was. Duncan. 100
0: percent he was. And number Bro, five you're is Dwayne Wade. And number five mind, is Tim Duncan. Man. Number five Don't is Tim Duncan.
1: Why. Dude, the debate is <laughs> a a favor. Half the people debate whether Kobe Bryant or Tim Duncan was a better player in the 2000s. How are we putting D Wade in this conversation? Tell me how many rings,
0: how many rings does Tim Duncan have? He has four. Okay, and how many, how many NBA Finals MVPs does he have? Two? One? Okay. Two or one? Okay, how many all-star appearances? A lot. Okay, I think they're on the same level, and I think you can make the argument that Dwayne Wade was better, and here's why oh actually am i gonna argue that no dude no I, i'm telling yeah, you yeah never mind i no, you, your no, no, feelings no. are getting ahead yeah. of you i'm right. telling you all right i'm gonna go because, back to my original yeah. i'm gonna go back to my original tim duncan's number four and number five is Dwayne white
1: i can't actually accept that i can accept why you wouldn't for example put a Steph curry because my i don't think you can the, put the, steph curry the debate yet. for me the reason why i don't like it's hard for me to even put steph curry is because of um the years right like steph curry wasn't like from 2000 to like Uh, like 2009, like he wasn't like even like that great of a player. So like, honestly, I'm tempted to put D Wade in my fifth spot as well, but I don't know. It's just what Curry's done.
0: Here's why I don't think you can put Steph Curry. Steph Curry was phenomenal from 2015 to 2019, a four year period. Right. Outside of that. And that's not to say going forward. He's, I mean, going forward, he's still going to be Steph Curry. You have to look before 2014 or 2015. Steph Curry wasn't unreal. When I look at Dwayne Wade, I look from 2003 to 2013. Dwayne Wade was incredible.
1: Actually, I would probably change it. I'd agree with you. because I made that same argument with Kevin Durant. And so now it doesn't hold valid for Steph Curry. It doesn't make sense.
0: Right. I think I think when it's all said and done, I think you would put Steph Curry higher because Steph Curry I think will will have a longer career. I think what hurt Dwayne Wade is his knee injuries, right? His knee issues. Right, right. Um I just think when you look at 2003 Dwayne Wade to 2013, that D-Wade was incredible.
1: 100%. And, and, t- and yeah. to me
0: 2006 NBA Finals Dwayne Wade was the greatest individual performance, one of the greatest individual performances in NBA Finals history.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think a lot of people would agree with that. I mean, like, if you ask people their... their favorite NBA, uh, Miami championship team, a lot of them put the old one up there instead of yeah, the new one. Yeah, that was supposed
0: to be one of our debates today. Maybe we will debate it. Um, all right, let's move on to greatest athletes of the last 20 years because this one is tough.
1: I'm going to let you go first on this <laughs> I'm going to go first. I'm going to okay. go first.
0: And I know you're going to disagree with me heavily because mine is unconventional and it's bold. But I think I can make an argument that it's correct. Okay. So in my honorable mentions, at the very high top end of the honorable mentions would be Kobe Bryant, Mm -hmm.
1: Tom Brady, Michael Phelps. Oh, we big disagreeing. We're big disagreeing then.
0: I I'll make, include, I'll, make wide, second, I'll make an argument wide include I'll make an argument wide. All your might. When I'll make an argument wide and include Michael Phelps in my top 5. But oh,
1: we'll get
0: there. Oh my god. I'm um Oh, Rafael Nadal and a few others. My number 5 is Serena Williams. Wow, 20, look
1: at that. we somehow we agreed on our, t- on our 20, business. 20 I think we're gonna <laughs> agree
0: on everything but one. 23 grand slams, and I know who it's gonna be. I know what it's gonna be. You're gonna have Michael Phelps there instead of the person I have. Serena Williams, 23 grand slams, the greatest female tennis player of all time. I have to be very real as and, and you know, I, I think this is important that I say this in the day and age that we are in we are in and with the president that we have. Um, you know, I have a lot of nieces and, um, and I always tell my nieces they can achieve anything they want to do in this world. Unfortunately, we come from a world where for the past 50 years and even today, there is a, 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 a gap between male and female uh, success acceptability. What I mean by that? We're we, we, we quick to recognize males who succeed, and we are very few and, and barely recognize females that succeed. And I think Serena Williams, her dominance in the last 20 years is greater than some of the, the male athletes, a lot of what the male athletes have done. Um, Agreed. To me, Serena Williams is a trendsetter. She's the greatest female tennis player of all time, and she's a big reason I love tennis. I know I watch, I only watch when Serena Williams is playing because I'm a huge Serena fan, right? Number four was tough for me because it was a debate between Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. Um, and I ended up choosing LeBron James on the simple fact that I said earlier eight straight NBA finals. Yes, he's only won three, but what he's done for the game of basketball, eight straight NBA finals, what he's done off the court, in the community, the impact globally, I think LeBron James is number four. Number three, I think it might be a debate between you and I. I put Messi. Um, I know we had a debate on the last podcast between Messi and LeBron. I put Messi, 10 La Liga titles... Four Champions League titles, four Ballon d'Or titles, a World Cup final, I think his impact across the globe is just unreal. Um, My number two is Roger Federer. I, I just think athlete wise, Roger Federer has done so much for tennis. Um, like I said before, eight Wimbledon titles, six Australian titles, five U.S. Opens, one French Open title. I think Roger Federer has. has it, and if I look back, if you think about all those Nike commercials with Roger Federer, with Serena Williams, with LeBron James, Messi, I want you to guess who my number one's going to be Usain Bolt. No.
1: Okay, you didn't even put him as notable, then who? Who's number uh, one? And you
0: saying Bolt isn't the notable. I have him written down. I just forgot to mention him.
1: Who? Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. Yeah. No. Nah, here's, <laughs>
0: here's why. Here is exactly why I will make my case. Tiger Woods might be one of my favorite athletes of all time. Am I sitting here and saying what he did with his whole scandal and everything? I'm just, no, I'm not justifying it. I, he made a mistake. I'm not saying, you know, he shouldn't, you know, be given slack for it. Tiger Woods' dominance from the age he was 19 years old is the reason that golf uh, is the reason that so many people watch golf today. Tiger Woods is the main reason a lot of golfers today even golf. Tiger Woods brought golf to to where it is. I mean, before no one talked about golf, you now had Tiger Woods headlining Nike commercials. And here is my biggest cherry on top why Tiger Woods was the greatest athlete of the last 20 years. Yes. Tiger Woods would do the unforgettable. Like he did. He's the guy that would make 60 foot putts when he needed to win a major when making a 60 foot putt is unheard of. And I used to remember being like eight years old and being glued to the TV and watching this guy sink it and then scream. And I would scream with him. But here's why he's the greatest athlete of the last 20 years. His ability to come back And win the U.S. Masters in 2019 when no one said he could do it and at the age that he did it. No one said we would ever see Tiger Woods win a grand slam or excuse me, a, a major again. And he came back and he won the 2019 Masters Tournament after the years of struggling injuries, all of that. To me, Tiger Woods is the greatest athlete of the last 20 years. That was a good
1: sob story. All right, so <laughs> so let me tell you why why I respect the Tiger Woods take. I could even see it at top five, right? Because I think we're going like this is our top five. So I understand him being your top five. I think what's blasphemous about your list is Michael Phelps not being on there, and at all, and so my my own notable mentions are Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, Tiger Woods Usain Bolt Kobe Bryant Tom Brady Nadal now when it comes to my top 5 I agree with you 5th Serena Williams uh, we have this switched but number 4 for me would be Lionel Messi uh, number 3 would be LeBron James number 2 Roger Federer we agree on number okay. 1 is Michael Phelps and wow. that, the reason why I think that your take the your take Michael on Phelps. Michael Phelps not being on 5 I need you to understand something That he has won 23 gold medals, right? Yeah. Do you understand that's 14 more than anyone else? Okay. Okay. All right. So basically, you could, there's only like a few people in that category, and Michael Phelps just dominates that. And now we're looking at it like in the two thousands region, right? Because one thing that I'm gonna take away a little bit from Tiger Woods is that he started his dominance in the late nineties. Okay. And so that's why I'm looking at it. And I'm like, uh, like I can't give him that credit. Michael Phelps is the definition of in the two thousands. He literally dominated in the two thousands. Hey, and you he gotta ended realize. His dominance in the two thousands,
0: I love Michael Phelps. Like you don't understand how much I love Michael mm-hmm. Phelps, but. The reason I chose Tiger Woods over Michael Phelps is I don't think Michael Phelps' impact on sports is as great as Tiger Woods. And what do I mean by that? Yes, Michael Phelps from t- like 2008, we all were in Phelps mania, right? Because he he went eight for eight gold at Beijing Olympics, right? But my thing about Michael Phelps is yes. He, he, might, he is the most decorated Olympian of all time. That's not even argument. But does he have the impact on sports like Tiger Woods? Are kids getting into swimming in 2020 and they're saying, oh, Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps. I think Michael Phelps mania has died down since but 2012. It's imp-
1: but it's not an impact thing. When we're I, talking about the best athletes. I, if we're talking about impact, then this list would be different.
0: Okay, I, I still think Tiger Woods is the greater greater than Michael Phelps, no matter how many gold medals he has.
1: That, um, that's blasphemous. But okay, we're just gonna do, agree to disagree. I, but I on don't this understand that. How how, how,
0: how how could you say that's blasphemous?
1: Because because like literally, we have Michael Phelps who dominated. the Okay, 2000s. so let me
0: tell you what else is blasphemous. What else is blasphemous is that you didn't put Tiger Woods in your
1: top five. Well, because there's a personal list right you don't have Michael Phelps in your top five you literally you can't come at me with that when you don't have well, look, Michael look I,
0: I like being I like being bold I will tell you that um, I believe it was Fox Sports did a list of the greatest athletes of the 21st century the 21 greatest athletes of the 21st okay. century and they did say Michael Phelps number one uh, and, I, and I thought about it for a long time like I was debating it I honestly was debating whether it was Michael Phelps or Tiger Woods but I mm-hmm. chose to take Michael Phelps out of my top five which I don't know why, but they had Michael <laughs> Phelps number one. <laughs> yeah. They had uh Roger Federer number two, Tiger Woods, number three, oh, okay. Tom Brady, number four, Serena Williams, number five, Kobe Bryant six, Messi seven, LeBron James. No, Peyton Manning eight, Usain oh. Bolt nine, LeBron James ten.
1: See, okay, then I don't like I don't like this list. Now I don't now, like that I, list. One second,
0: one second. This list was created in twenty seventeen. So that could be Uh, why, you know, it's a little backlogged. But I think I'm wrong for not including Michael Phelps in my top five. I think you are wrong for not including Tiger Woods in your top five.
1: I think for me, the problem is that I just don't relate to golf. I may like you do. I know. I know. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, I like me taking out. Like if I take out Tiger Woods and I have to take out like. Either Serena Williams, Messi, LeBron James, or Roger Federer. That doesn't sit with me, right? I don't know why. See, that's, it's just like that's the problem. I'm just like, ah.
0: that's, that's the problem with me. I love Michael Phelps. I love swimming. You gotta understand. Like from 2008 to 2012, I idolized the guy. But mm-hmm. it just doesn't sit with me taking away Tiger Woods, Roger Federer, any of Tiger Woods, Roger Federer, Messi, LeBron James, or Serena Williams. Yeah. That's why these know. debates. The these thing debates thing is, are so Michael, tough. But
1: Michael. But the thing is with Michael Foss is just like when we're talking, like the era of debate that we are talking about. It's just like I don't know. Like for me, I think what pushes it where I think that like uh, Tiger, Woods should be my top five is that 29 Masters because it was so unprecedented what he did because no one believed in two thousand.
0: You mean the you saying the 2019 uh, Masters?
1: Yes, no. that's that's what gives it to me. Where I'm like, ah, oh, maybe he should be on my top five because I'm like, like no one believed in him, and I think that's what's holding me back from putting him in my top five. Is that for a lot of like a lot of for a lot of years like Tiger Woods wasn't relevant in the 2000s. For me, Michael Phelps has been relevant in the 2000s. I think that's where we're just. But, gonna I, but I don't. Th- but I
0: don't think Michael Phelps has been relevant since 2010. I don't think people talk about Michael Phelps fine 2012 sorry i said 2010 excuse me i don't think michael phelps has been relevant since 2012 whereas i think tiger woods was only not relevant for a two-year period and then he was relevant ever since because even after his scandal if you watched golf and you listened to any kid any golf fan all they dreamed of was seeing tiger woods tiger woods win a major again
1: but i don't agree with the michael phelps take you just said because like in 2016 he dominated as well in rio yeah, but he I wasn't think, but and that's, and we're saying that he wasn't mainly talked about. If you think about the Rio Olympics weren't talked about that much.
0: Right, 2016 but I just, was
1: because no one really wanted the okay. Olympics to be in Rio.
0: We're gonna have to agree to disagree. I just think that Tiger Woods is taught was was more relevant than Michael Phelps, no matter the fact that he is the most decorated Olympian of all time. You got to understand for both agree. of us, and and to and to the listeners, so for both of us this is not disrespect. Also, you got to understand that cre- choosing five greatest players yeah. is just like the most difficult thing in right. the world. Right,
1: because
0: if if it's a personal favorite. Rafael Nadal would be in there for me
1: gotcha yeah if if
0: it's a personal yeah if it's a personal
1: thing then Messi's I mean I've had Ronaldo in there like yeah you'd have Ronaldo but that's
0: blasphemous and let's not even get into that argument on this episode it's not
1: it's not even
0: though it's not even an argument but anyways it it is all right folks that was a fun (laughs) (laughs) that was a fun debate debating episode um you got anything to say to them as
1: usual as usual, man, follow us. Uh, follow here and at here in Gawala Follow me at Walid X Aflath, and follow Ball Talk at Ball Talk HW, so that you get the latest updates.
0: Now, I have two requests from you, listeners, as you tune out. I don't know how many of you made it past the 40-minute mark and now moving on to 50 minutes here. We're about to end. I have two favors. The first favor is I need you to hit Walid on Instagram and tell him to to get with it and be ready at 11 a.m. every Tuesday, every Thursday, every Friday, every uh, Saturday. Um, And then I also need you to... Go on our Instagram, and we're going to do a few polls today to see your guys' hot take. Would you take Tiger Woods, or would you take Michael Phelps? I, have, I know what the answer is going to be. It's going to be Michael Phelps, but I'm still going to ride with Tiger Woods. So with that, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the best podcast in the world. Yes, you heard it. That is correct. This is the best podcast in the world. Yes, sir. And uh, with that, we are out. All
1: right. All right. See ya.
0: See ya.